Today on The Breakdown, it feels great to flop a set, but sometimes it feels poopy to flop a set. It all depends, really. Today, Daniel Jungleman Cates and Sam Trickett are going to get involved in a hand where one of them flops a set, and, you know, it's going to be a tough spot. That's all I'm going to say. Let's learn about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I'm glad you implemented the word poopy yeah. into the opening. That's my new thing. That's the professionalism that we bring here on The Breakdown. <laughs> I just say in ESPN, if you're thinking about replacing Lon and Norm, Lon and We Norm, will talk about poop. Yeah, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to, like, it's guaranteed once a broadcast, I will say <laughs> the word poopy. Not just poop, poopy. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, a good adjective. It's, it's going to happen. Quality, but, quality adjective. I'm comfortable with it, and I think it's my new, my new brand. Okay. Yeah. Before before we get into anything, we wanna we wanna have a, a little bit of an apology. Oh boy. To the uh, to the listeners. Oh jeez. Uh, what did you do? I did nothing specifically to those listeners who had won the review contest. What did you do to those people? Well, you'll never find them. <laughs> you'll never find them. <laughs> uh, no, it's in fact the the thing is our website didn't quite work the way that we wanted it to. (laughs) So we didn't receive emails for a while. And you may have not sent in your questions, and you may have, and we just don't know. Well, um, I know I know that one of them did, and it did not come through because they right. talked to me about it. So let's let's go through the review contest winners again. Yes. And so the people who won the review contest, of course, are people who can ask a question to us, and will be answered on the breakdown. Yes. Any, any question. Qu- any question. And a good way to do that is through the website, as we said. Yeah. However, it turned out not to be a good way to do it. Yeah. But you, now it is again. You can, you can also tweet at us if you don't trust the website. Yeah. You, you can also tweet, to tweet at us. us. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So the the contest winners are garbage fan. Uh, who were the other contest Scott's ones? Magic. Scott's Magic and Superdust1212. Okay, so what you do is you go to thepokerguys.net. You've probably already done this. But yeah, you probably case, have. You go up on the right side, the upper right corner. You can see Suggest a Hand to the Poker Guys or for the breakdown. Yeah. Click on that. Fill that out. But instead of suggesting a hand, ask your question. Yeah, and this time it'll hopefully work. Ask a crazy question. Ask or, a question that pushes the boundaries. You, you can just ask what our favorite color is. It doesn't matter. Ask no, whatever you want. Ask something that you think Grant will be uncomfortable answering. Yeah, do that. Let's see that what happens. That would be fun. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. See how I react to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You okay. know what I react well to? I do. Quality online poker. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? I did. Well, I'm talking about Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, where there is quality online poker all the time. There really all is. All throughout the world, yeah. in fact, which is great. You can play wherever you are. It's a Bitcoin-only poker site, and the poker guys host free rolls every Sunday. Every Sunday. Isn't that's, that exciting? That's great. And there's they're not like $10 free rolls either. They're... At a minimum, 100 millibit free rolls, and we always lead up to our huge end-of-the-month free roll. Yeah, which will have probably just happened at the airing of this podcast. Okay, but generally, there are at least uh, half a Bitcoin, which yeah. is like, you know, right now, in today's American dollars, it's like 520 bucks. although yeah. it's pretty volatile. Sometimes yeah. it's 600 sometimes it's 700 It depends. So if you use the link in the description of this podcast, then you have access to those free rolls, and also Poker Guys exclusive tournaments. They're not just free rolls. And if you don't use the link in the description of this podcast... We don't even want to know you. Stop listening. Go away. Yeah, get I out mean, of here. You can keep no, listening. Yeah, no. And we want to know you. We, yeah. we like people, and we, we're curious about you. <laughs> also, 
Nitrogen offers super fast withdrawal times, like 10 to 25 minutes, yeah. which is amazing. We really like Nitrogen. We like the people at Nitrogen. We feel good about them. Yep. They've been only classy with us in all their uh, ways of dealing with us. We really, we really think great stuff about them. Yeah, and we really like the software, too, which, by the way, you don't have to download. It's just it's housed in your browser, and the sign-up details are simple. It's like two sign-up details, username yeah. and password, nothing yeah. else. Super easy, super great, quick withdrawals, cash games. What do you? What else do you need? Free rolls? I don't even know. I don't. You're I, welcome. You're yeah. welcome, Internet. Yeah. People of the world. All right, we've done that. We've done a good deed. All right, let's talk about the uh, Aussie Millions cash game. All right, so this this is the, a cash game, and it's a relatively big cash game. It's a 501k cash game. Yeah. That's that's a large game. It's a very large game. This hand was suggested, by the way, by Sebastian Ruiz. Cool. If you have a suggestion for the breakdown, tweet at us. Include a YouTube link. We are, of course, at Two Poker Guys, the number two Poker Guys. Right. So, what do you know about? Daniel Jungleman Cates. I know a bunch of things about him, actually. I know he has been a highly successful cash game player for pretty much ever. He was a, an online beast back in the golden age of online. Was he doing heads up mostly? I think he was. I think so, too. Yeah. I think he dominated heads up, though. I think like even the best players in the world basically didn't want anything to do with that guy. He was right. that good. Is he one of the guys that played Tom Dwan in the Tom Dwan challenge thing? That's a solid maybe. Yeah. Solid, strong maybe. I think so. That's or is it possible that he's the guy Dwan refused to play in that? No, no, no. It's Galfon is the only person oh, who okay. refused to play. Because him and Galfon worked everything out together. Right. It'd be like you and me. Like you doing a challenge to the world and you and I like hang out and talk poker all the time. You're like, and I'm going to play Levy too. And I like, you know, I know exactly how you think about yeah. everything. Because I, right. I, I understand deeply. Good, good for you. you. Think about things, right? So yeah, Jungleman is that's his online name, of course. Yeah, Jungle Daniel, Man. Daniel Cates, but he is both um, very, very good, plays at the highest stakes, and is a volatile personality, he's but a, in a fun way. He's a very angry person. Yeah, but in a fun way. He doesn't, you know, he's not like Tony. I mean, Tony G is wonderful. What are you also. talking about? Not like Tony G in a fun way? Are you kidding me? Tony G is the most fun, angry yeah. person of all time. Right, right. Helmuth, not like Helmuth. Yeah, How about that. Okay. Like, like Cates, even when he's upset, doesn't you know like. Demean people or anything. He's like got that. a bit of Helmuth in him. Does he? He's got a bit. Like he's a little demeaning sometimes. I mean, but it's really. I've definitely seen him be a real dick. I mean, Tony G's totally demeaning. Oh, right? But it's awesome. Exactly. When Kate's does it, it's all like it's a little. It's kind of Helmuthy, like kind of self pity way. The thing is, Helmuth. The way Helmuth does it is, it's sort of like everyone else is so stupid, and I don't feel like Kate's does that. So I get much. that vibe from Kate's. Oh yeah, I do. All right, well, I feel like Kate's more sort of curses his rotten luck more than other people, but maybe it depends on what we've seen. Let's not talk about this anymore. Okay. Let's move on. Well, I think it's interesting. You yeah. Know? Okay. Fine. We don't have to talk, we can we'll talk just, about we'll it. We'll just more. talk about only poker on this poker show. <laughs> Sounds great. If you love poker, combinatorially, 9943, you should listen to the breakdown. That's what we're doing. That's my commercial. Good commercial. I'm going to. I Your mean, commercial for the thing people are already listening to. <laughs> I think I'm going to cut it out of this and you know edit it out of this. And, no, you're not and because I on. edit all of these podcasts. <laughs> I'm going to edit it out of this and play it on like some radio show or something about not about poker. Like Dr. Joyce Brothers, is she still around? Does she still I don't have know. A show? Do you know who that is? She talks about sex. Yeah, she's dead. But oh. she's but you can still talk about sex with her. She she won't respond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Let's get to that. Let's Coming get to that. back to reality. Here. All right. So this is a 501k cash game. Yeah. They're deep. Yeah. We don't even know what the effective stack is. That's how crazy it but is. But everyone's starting with at least 200 blinds, right? If right. not more. Yeah. yeah. And luckily we're here because the guy who announces this is so boring. I mean, if you guys don't like us, wow, would you hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Daniel Cates opens to 3,000 at 501K in middle position with two red jacks. 
Seems like a good hand to open. Seems fine. Yeah. Gus Hansen, uh, and this is even in my notes, for some reason calls on the button with queen six of clubs. Why is Gus Hansen doing this? I mean, I don't like the play. Let me be clear. I can come up with a few ways to defend it. There's a few good things about it, but mostly it's bad. It's clearly not optimal. It's clearly not profitable. But he's on the button. They are all very, very deep. You know, those things are good. Yeah, right. No, if you're going to, it's better than calling with queen six off, right? Like you can make hands. No one's going to put him on queen six. That's not a good thing to say. That's, I not, think that's not meaningful. This is just spew. I mean, this is yeah. why Gus Hansen lost so much money. Stuff I mean, like yeah. this. He just can't help himself. I mean, three better fold with this hand. I mean, I don't know why, why we'd ever flat here with this hand. It doesn't make any, you got queen nine suited fine. You yeah. Can call. You can make a straight. That's pretty cool. Right. It's like, different. What are we doing here? I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah. So, I don't, I don't like this play either. But we are in position at least. We are deep at least. There's things we can do. I don't necessarily think of Gus Hansen though as being a great deep stack player, which is takes away some of the value of this again, right? Like if you're on yeah. the button, if you're Phil Galfon, you might be able to call with almost any two cards on the button when Kate's raises. No, Phil Galfon's going to optimize his flat three bet and fold ranges on the button against players like Kate's, and he's not going to flat queen six suited. I'm going to bet. I mean, I've seen him flat king eight off on the button against Daniel Negreanu, who's open before. Hmm. And then just like outplay him. I mean, actually, he didn't outplay him. He he outflopped him. But like that counts. But it yeah, counts but, but, but I remember. But Negreanu was like, "Well, I never put you on that hand." And and he's just like, "Yeah, you know, we're deep." All and right. It was like enough. Now he's Phil Galfon though. Like he knows how to play super deep stack. He knows how to take full advantage of, you know, the button and so on and so forth. I don't know that Gus knows how to do this. No <laughs> okay. To Gus. Anyway, it's not about that. It but. doesn't matter because Gus Hansen is the garbage human of wow. the hand. Spent a lot of time on the garbage human. That's yep. what we do sometimes. Dermot and Sean, man. Yeah. All right. So. The small blind is Sam Tricky Tricket. Hey, that guy is going to hopefully write us a tweet about how wrong we are. Yeah, it's happened before. <laughs> um, so he's in the small blind with Ace Queen of Diamonds. Yeah, it's a good hand. Sure, a lot of people will just flat here mm-hmm. because it's kind of you definitely don't want to get four bet. But I mean, when you're this deep, it you don't want to get four bet, but you're it's not the absolute end of the world right. to get four bet. I mean, it still sucks. It still sucks, but yeah, when you're this deep and you have an aggressive image, so you want to expand your three betting range, I would think that makes sense. So he does. He three bets to 15,000, which over 3K makes sense in a cash game with a, a raise and a call. Right, with a raise and a call. I mean, the other thing is you're trying to eliminate some of your competition. You don't, like, the big blind's going to call so, so, so much now, right? Like, the yeah. price the big blind's getting is crazy, so you can knock that guy out, whoever that is. Right. You might be able to knock Gus out sometimes, too. Yeah. So those things are good. You assume you're probably you're usually not going to get it through yet, but that's okay. We've we've got a really good this is for value, right? Yes. I mean, absolutely it's for value. It's not because we have a blocker or anything. Right. When we're this deep, we expect to get called by worse hands. Like Yes, we do. And in a deep stack cash game, if we're going to have a large three betting range, we want to include ace queen suited in the value range. Yes. So this makes plenty of sense from right. I mean, perspective. If Kate's four bets really huge, well we may have to fold, but that's yeah. not going to happen very often. And so. that's okay. Yeah. It's okay if that happens. Right. But Kate's just calls with two jacks. Is there an argument for four betting? I mean, the problem with four betting two jacks is what if we get five bet? Yeah, you know, of course. it's a real problem. Like like the the hands that uh Trickett is three betting for value, so the hands that he isn't instantly mucking when we four bet, and jacks really want to play against, by the way. Like the rest of that range is either calling or re raising, right? And we're doing so badly against the re raising range and we're doing fine against the calling range, I guess, but we're not doing amazing. Like, 
What is what's Trickett going to do with two queens if if Kate's four bets? Probably flat. I think he's going to flat. Is he going to put? Is he going to end up getting two hundred fifty blinds in pre with queens? That doesn't sound probably good. not. There's no reason to do that, right? So yeah, gonna... no calling makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it just kind of sucks that it goes that way because Jax is such a good hand and Trickett's an aggressive player, but you're kind of handcuffed to calling because of all of the bad things that can happen if you four bet. Unless right. you decide to go with Jax, which seems like a disaster. There's no reason to go with yeah. Jax here. I mean, also is is um. Trickett really going to be a guy who's just going to lose his mind with, like, you know, a blocker? Like, he doesn't seem like a guy who loses his mind pre-flop that often. Like, Vanessa Selps, we've seen her do it. Oh, yeah. He against, with Jack against, Seven Pro, off. against Prahlad Friedman. Right. Now, he had aces. It was all very easy for him, right? But we've seen, Didn't she, so, like, six-bet shove or she something? That's, she won to... Yeah, she six-bet shoved. That's that's a big uh, that's a big pre-flop bluff. They ran it three times. She lost that. She lost all three of them. And yeah. she turned to Antonio and said, "Why do I do this?" And he smiled and he said, said, "I honestly, don't. I don't know." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was playing tournament poker in a cash game. Yeah, in that was. hand. Yeah, she was thinking. You know, Prolad can when Prolad five bet it. I remember she said this that it was like so perfect because it's a pot. It's pot limit pre-flop. She was that he was essentially threatening her entire stack, and so the sizing was so perfect. She just thought he was five betting with like a huge amount of hands, which maybe she would be doing. But Perlot actually said afterward that he wouldn't. He wouldn't do no, that. No, like, I think she overthought it the same way we talked about the Max Silver hand, where she checked trips on the flop on right. like a queen queen four board, and Silver ended up winning with ten eight suited, and. She was like, you were going to call anyway if I bet the flop. And he's like, no, I had 10 high. And she's like, you had two back doors. He's like, I had 10 high. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because she, she's thinking things through in such a level that, and she's expecting her opponents to think that as well. That's not anything to do with this hand. But hey, why? But hey, I mean, why would we talk about this hand? Yeah. <laughs> we're just who, talking about other stuff. Who cares? <laughs> anyway, so Trickett has made it 15K from the small blind with Ace Queen of Diamonds. And Daniel Case decides to call with his two red jacks. I mean, I, obviously, that seems like the right point. Everything seems pretty standard so far. Yeah. Gus Hansen uh, lights his $3,000 on fire. And just throws it away. Yeah. So, I mean, that was already a very successful thing that Trickett's done, right? Yeah, he I got mean, rid of Gus. Getting rid of the Gus is great. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So much, so much easier to win now. Right. So, because this is such a big cash game, 501K, the pot's already $42,900. Yeah, that's that's some serious stuff right and there. Even on Australian dollars, Aussie dollars aren't that much different than U.S. dollars. No. By the way, you know they're like, eh, I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm going to say it's like you know 1.1 or something like that. So if it's 142 k, it's you know it's like 38,000 U.S. dollars or something. You know, it's close enough that it's like it doesn't 35,000 euro. It's close enough that these numbers are significant and it doesn't matter. I mean, fair enough. It matters to some. Okay, some people. Cool. It matters to Australians. No, it doesn't. But no, they don't care about anything. You're right. No. You make a good point. They live easy, you know, <laughs> having a good life. Yeah. The sunshine. But moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with 42,900 in the pot, Trickett in the small blind with ace, queen of diamonds, and Kate's in middle position with two jacks, the flop is nine of hearts, ten of diamonds, jack of clubs. Yeah. So Trickett has flopped open-ended with a gut shot to the nuts and a backdoor nut flush draw. And, of course, Kate's has flopped top set. Yeah. So it's a good flop for both players. Yes. Is the point. Right. So what do you want to do if you're tricking here in this spot? I mean, I would usually continue. I understand this board seems to like be potentially all over Kate's range, but it doesn't have to be. Kate's can have lots of lots of hands that are better than ours that he can fold right now, like small pairs and stuff like that. Yeah. I think continuing makes a lot of sense. We don't mind, you know, not that we want to put in two hundred and fifty blinds right now with this hand, but we've got a we've got a nut sorry, an over Sorry, overcards, this was hard to say. We've got overcards and an open-ended straight draw. That's a monster flop for us, right? It's a, pretty good, it's a pretty good flop. I wouldn't call it monster. It's not like our overcards are good that often if we get a lot of chips That's in. That's true. That's true. 
But it's a really it's a really good flop for our hand, isn't it? Yes, I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's like a top, you know, ten percent. It's a lot better than hand. like a seven seven four flop. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but Trickett decides to check. I think it's very interesting. I, I said all that because I know Trickett decides to check, so I'm surprised. Well, I think it might be like you mentioned small pairs, and certainly that's part of Kate's range. And there are a lot of hands that are those are the only real hands that are slightly better than Gus's hand right mm. now that are going to fold. I mean, when you say Gus, I know you don't mean. I Gus. don't mean Gus. I mean Sam. Yeah, it's fine. That's... No, that, no, it's true. Besides, besides, like two sixes, everything else is almost certainly. Good. Like if Kate says eight nine, he's not folding, and he's ahead. Oh no! And so if he has any pair plus open under any two pair hand, which he has all of the two pair hands in his range, yeah, and he has sets in his range, and he has straights in his range. He has all the things in his yeah. range for sure. And this and this is a problem. So there's actually very few hands where that we can have a perfect thing work out if we fold. Right? Like, better hands will fold. Right? Yeah, Very I actually kind of think I like checking better. When we say all that, I agree. The only thing we lose by doing that is the ability to tell a story later on. We're giving that up. It depends on what our checking range includes. Yeah. Because maybe we check sets sometimes here. I don't think we would, but... It seems unlikely on this connected board, though. But we could check over pairs here. We could. We could, but Like, specifically we? queens? You think that's a... I think that's an interesting checking hand. I mean, it's interesting, Yeah. It's it's fine to check queens, I guess. There's almost not the only thing we're really afraid of is what an eight, sorry, an ace. An ace is the only really bad card for us. Yeah, and actually. I think kings is an interesting checking hand as well. I feel like aces is a, a bet, and kings and queens are are interesting checking hands because they both have straight draws to go with. Like it's it's an easier check call with those hands. Why you, is aces a bet then in your mind? I understand it doesn't have a straight draw, but what what separates that for you? Uh, we don't have to worry about an ace coming. First of all, true. That's not a concern. Um, and well, wouldn't that be a reason to bet your kings and queens as opposed to check them if we have to if we're worrying about a card that's going to come? Well, I like the idea of having the extra equity of the straight draws, like on top of everything else, and it just mm-hmm. feels more comfortable to check call with hands like that than a hand like aces, where we're not worried about the classic out, which is the over card. We're more just unable to improve very easily. We're unable to improve, and there's a lot of cards when we're out of position, especially, that are going to make us very uncomfortable, right? Yeah. So that's a really good reason to bet. And we're going to be less uncomfortable less of the time with kings and queens. Right. And that's, and that's a fairly good reason to check. Although ace, aces all can come. If you have, I guess kings aren't a problem if you have queens. That's fine. But if ace comes in, with, in either spot, we're not going to love our life again. Right, right? of course. But fair enough. Yeah. I think, they're, I think it's reasonable to bet all three of those hands, honestly. I, I do, mean, too. And it's, I think it's reasonable to bet or check with those hands or trick its actual hand. Yeah, yeah. But I think checking is totally fine. I think it's fine, especially if you're like, hey, this is a good spot to balance. You know, yeah. Like, I'm not going to fold. We know that. And, uh, you know, I'll work it out. It's fine. What do you think Trickett would do with ace-jack here? You think he would? I would expect him to bet because he may think, like we were saying, like there's just a lot of bad cards to come on the turn when we're out of position. We're just going to have to check fold. And if we bet, we might be able to win. Yeah. That seems pretty good. What do you think we do with two eights here? I think we check call. What do you think? Probably, but that's a poopy spot, too. Yeah. It is. It's just a board that's scary for everybody no matter what. 9-10 jack is like one of the scariest boards in poker. I mean, you know, it slams king-queen. And the thing is, maybe, oh, maybe this is a big part of it, too. Like, Trickett almost never has king-queen here. Yeah. He really sort of can't have king-queen, and, and Jungleman can. Right. So maybe that's part of the checking thing, too, beyond everything else. It's yeah, like that makes sense. It's just so hard for Trickett to show up with king-queen. Yeah. So and if, and if he knows Kate's knows that, Kate's can essentially, you know, no matter what Kate's has, he can bluff with impunity. You know, depending on if the board doesn't, you know, get funky or weird. If it comes like four three, 
Cates can move in on the river, and what the heck is Trickett supposed to do? Because Cates can have the nuts, and Trickett can't. Right, like Trickett if, if Trickett has like call, but... if Trickett has two kings or two queens yeah. there, at, like and he goes check call, check call, and then Cates moves in on the river, and there's no improvement to two queens or two kings. You can't really call them. I mean, it sucks. I know we do block the nuts a bit, which is good with those hands. But yeah. let's, if you want to play it out even further, like let's pretend Trickett has aces, right? Yeah, he three bet that. Let's say he bets the flop. And at any point he gets raised, it's like, well, this I guy guess can I have, have the to nuts, fold? and I can't yeah. have the nuts. But since since everyone knows I can't have the nuts, maybe I'm not supposed to fold now because Kate's knows that and he's good enough. I don't know. Now it gets tough, and we're just all we hate all that whole situation. That's a reason to check. I mean, yeah, we went through a period of time where we talked a lot about check boards and bet boards. We haven't talked about that for a while. Yeah, maybe this is just a check board in the spot. Maybe it is because it's such a bad board for most three betting hands. Yeah, unless, unless you flopped a set. I think that's a great point. I think if if it's much more plausible that your opponent can have the nuts than you can. Maybe we should check, even if we three-bet. Yeah. We should just check a lot. If our, if our opponent's cognizant enough to know that, though, right? That and Daniel Cates certainly is. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So, that okay. Was cool. That so, was good. I like that. Yeah, that it might just be based did, on the board. It might not have to do with Trickett's hand exactly. Yeah. Although, I don't know. I mean, I think if he's got, you know, five, six suit and he three-bet, he's yeah. obviously going to fire on this board. Right. right? So, he's going to fire with – maybe he's going to fire with, like, sets and, like – Air and air, and maybe there's like one or two other value hands because I don't know if air there's probably too much air in there, right? You know, but like whatever, he can balance that reasonably well, I'm sure. Yeah, so Trickett does check, and Kate's has top set just to remind right. everybody on this Start 9 10 jackboard, and, and Trickett's got the ace queen of diamonds. Kate's bets 21,000. I mean, what a great spot for Kate's. We were just saying how we basically know Trickett can't have the nuts, and we have top set, like, right? I mean, he can have the nuts, it's possible, but it's not a big part of his range. I mean, first of all, if he has the nuts, congratulations, yeah, for getting it all in, like, fine, we're right? We still have a lot of equity against the nuts, we have a lot of equity. It's hard for him to have, it's almost impossible for him to have it, like, it's just a great spot to be Daniel Kate. We have everything pretty much crushed here, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a pretty small bet for a cash game. I guess maybe because it's a three-bet pot, but it's 21K yeah. into 42.9. Uh, Trickett calls. I feel like that's pretty much the only decision here. Yeah, I agree. Because he's going to do that with his overpairs, too. Like, he wants yeah. to be balanced here. If he has queens here, he's going to check call. He's if, not going to check raise. If they were significantly shorter, he could check raise all in, but right. they're not, and so that would be suicidal. Yeah, I mean, like, what is his value check-raising range here? Just sets? And and straights. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't really check raise too often here. And again, since Kate's can have the nuts, and I, as we can see, he can have top set too. Like, he can have everything. He can have yeah. all the strong hands, clearly. Yep. So, this this pot just gets so big so fast. It's 84,900 now. This is real money. Yeah, this that's is a not lot of money. Tournament units. No, it is not. So, Kate's gets a little unlucky on the turn in that it's the three of diamonds, yeah. bringing a second diamond, meaning Trickett. Must continue unless something crazy happens. Trickett now has the nut flush draw to go with his open ender and overs. Holy moly. And gut shot to the nuts. Right. Yeah, which okay. is like better than just the open ender. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I mean, the nut flush draw. Yeah. It's also all to the nuts. He has a lot of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah. Well said. But anyway. All right. So the on this three of diamonds, now it's 9, 10, jack, three with two diamonds. Yeah. Trickett checks again. This makes sense. He's playing in flow at this point. Sure. Kate's bets again. This makes sense. I mean, we really don't expect Trickett to have anything beating Jax at this point. No, absolutely not. I mean, there's only three things that are beating Jax, and Trickett rates to have none of them. Right. Right. Just because of the pre-flop action. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Kate's bets 55K into 85K. Yeah. Now he's saying, okay, okay, you're drawing. Like, you're probably drawing, right? Yeah. Maybe you have two kings. Maybe you have two queens. Maybe you have a hand like you have. I'm not going to let you get there for free. Yeah. 
he doesn't really put him on diamonds, but he puts him on probably some version of open ender, over pair with a straight draw, all the things we're talking the about. The only diamond this trick it has basically are ace queen of diamonds or maybe ace king of diamonds. Yeah, why not ace king of diamonds? Just because he check called the flop. He would probably you think he's gonna bet the flop or you think he's just gonna check fold the flop? It might be a check fold. I guess he ca- he's I mean, not going to check fold. The flop. It's just not a great spot. It's not great, but he's got overs. He's got a uh, gut shot to the nuts, as you like to keep saying, and he's also got the backdoor on flush draw. He's not just going to give up. All right, so for half a pop bet. All right, he's not even if we had Ace King of Diamonds, he doesn't have many diamond combos for sure. Those are the two. Yeah, right. That's it. Yeah. All right, so Trickett calls. What's the uh, what's the other the diamond on the original board? Is it the Jack or the Ten or what is it's it? It's the Ten. Okay. So could Trickett sometimes show up with ace-jack of diamonds? He probably would have bet the flop, though. Yeah, you'd think he'd bet the flop with ace-jack of diamonds. Yeah. Okay, uh, so oh, and he can't because Kate says the jack of diamonds. Hey, that He's got makes two it, jacks that, with the jack of diamonds. That helps. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so Trickett calls. So let's, for a second, range each player. What, what type of hands is Trickett putting Kate's on? Okay, so, I mean, there's value and there's bluffs. Kate's doesn't have to have a huge hand here, right? He, he can, can have, have ace-queen himself. He could have ace queen. He could have he could have just suited connectors to that miss. He could have anything really that's just barreling to try and say, "Go away, please." I can have the nuts. Please go away now, right? Like if he had five six of spades or yeah. something. Yeah, absolutely. I guess he could. Sure, why not? Right? That's, yeah, it's not unreasonable. There aren't that many things though that ace queen is ahead of. In fairness, right? no. And I the things that we wouldn't expect. Um, Case to show up with are actually like the small pairs. Like I wouldn't expect him to have two sixes and bet twice. No, or something like ace ten suited. I wouldn't expect him to have that. You think he'd bet once and then check it back somewhere, right? Check yeah, one of the I don't streets. know if he would even bet once. He might just check, check. You think he'd check flop and turn? He if, might. He might bet one of the streets. I expect him. Trick, but trick is probably betting the turn if Kate's checks back. I mean, it's pretty reasonable to bet the flop, honestly. Like, yeah, it's not crazy, but if Trickett has over pairs in his range when he checks, maybe we want to check back. Well, it's okay to bet the flop, though, because we can check back the turn. And it's all the same. Right? Yeah. And we control the size all of right, the All right, but I, w- I don't expect him to bet ace-10 twice. Okay. Say that much. I think that's fair. Or any jack, really. If he has ace-jack, he might bet it twice. He might, but... I'm he not... might bet it twice with the intention of quickly checking back the river. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. That'd be the one thing. Maybe queen-jack. Do you think he would bet that twice? He'd that's like to realize he doesn't want to get check raised on the turn when he has the open under with the jack, though. Yeah, but you don't really expect how. What can he check raise you with? You can have the nuts and he can't. How can yeah. he check raise you? I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what he's repping if he does, but I'm not saying it's impossible that Tricker would check right. raise the turn. I mean, it's not impossible, but also if we have queen jack, not only do we block the nuts, he can't have the nuts anyway. We also block top set. It's just really, really hard for him to check raise the turn, I would think. Okay, so we think. Kate's has a fair amount of one pair jack hands then? I think he should be betting his jacks on the turn because it's it looks like there's a lot of cards we're really not going to want to see on the river. And this way we don't have to pay off on the river, right? Because we can just check back rivers that are bricks. But if we bet with queen jack twice and get called twice, we're almost never ahead, right? Yeah, we probably have to just hope to improve and probably give up. So that's not ideal. It's not ideal. But if we... So you're saying instead what you want to do is like, say, for example, bet the flop, check the turn, and then consider calling rivers because there are some bluffs in there? Or hope to improve on the river. And sometimes it goes check, check on the river and we lose less against a hand like queens, which might not bet the river. I mean, queens are probably going to bet the river if we check the turn and a brick comes, don't you think? Probably. Don't they want to get value out of the one, the ace-tens and the ace-jacks of the world that didn't bet? Ace-ten is We might be even able to fold then if Trickett bets the river. I mean, we might. That's I mean, maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, it seems to me we. I don't know if we need to play um, super carefully with top pair though, especially top pair and open ender. I mean, it's okay to build the pot, so when we do get there, we can maybe get paid sometimes. Also, yeah. by the way, we probably won't get paid if we've got queen jack and the and we get there, right? right. Like it's almost unless the guy's got two kings and makes top set where he may feel obligated to call. It's probably going to be tough to get paid, so we're building the pot now. So we actually we're sort of getting paid in advance for it, you know, when it comes in. Okay. With some, I don't know. Yeah, it's close. That's fair. Okay, but we've been tinkering with the bottom of Kate's range. So okay. let's yes. talk about the other side of it. Well, I mean, the other side's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, you I can mean, have all the value, right? All it, the strong value. He definitely has all twelve combos of flop sets. Yep. He like also has all nine, the straights. nine combos. Excuse he has me. All this, well, wait. Um, sorry. Does he have all the straights? Because it's Jack ten nine, right? So he has seven eight suited. He has, he has the queen eight suited. Uh, I don't know if he's opening queen. No, eight probably. Suited. Okay, so he doesn't have those. He's got seven eight seven eight suited, and he's got all the king queens. Yeah, that's a lot. We assume he's calling the three bet with king queen in position super deep, right? Yeah, you have to, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. So that's so that's sixteen of those. So that's twenty combos right there. It's sixteen because if from Trickett's perspective, because he has a queen. Oh, okay, fair enough. Good. Yeah, good. Um. Okay, so there's 16 combos of that plus the flop sets. Yeah. So 25. Yeah. So 25 of strong value. By the way, Jack 10. Oh, yeah. Jack 10 suited, Jack 9 suited, 9 10 suited. Yep. All of those hands. All those hands. Yeah. So, that, yeah, there's a lot of value, a lot yeah. of strong value. Yeah. Right. And, but that's okay as Trickett. We don't mind that because we have a hand that wants Kate's to have those hands, essentially. Because we're not going to call unimproved on the river if Kate's bets again. Right? Also, I mean, Kate's could also have... Now, it's, from Trickett's point of view, this is very unlikely. But Kate's could also have a hand as strong as two queens himself. Yeah, right? he could. Where he decides not to four-bet it in a cash game. Right. Where they're deep. It's you know? just as likely as sets as far as com- yeah, combinatorics. I think, I think pretty much. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe once in a while, Kate's actually does four-bet queens and isn't ever four-betting yeah. nines or something like that. Yeah, that's you know? possible. That's the only difference. But it's pretty close, right? Right, but it's interesting as Trickett, we would prefer Kate's to have the strong value to the weak value here. Right, because if we get there, yeah, because we're not going to call the river anyway if we don't improve, right? So what's the di- like? It doesn't matter. No, there's a difference, right? If if um, if Kate's has let's say Ace Ten and we river a Queen, we get to win the pot. It's going to go check check, and we get to win. Right. If Kate's decides to check it, he might turn it into a bluff. He might. I think the value is. More if Kate says queen jack somehow and we river an ace. Because you think he's less likely to try and bluff the yeah. ace on the river yeah. once we've called twice? Right. He might just be less likely to bluff anyway once we've called twice. I'm not sure. Nonetheless, I think we prefer Kate's having strong value to medium value. I mean, we've got all these huge draws. I agree. Yeah, because we like, want... Let's do it. The point of this hand is now to get paid off huge. Right. It's hard to get paid off huge, though, because diamonds are a little bit hard to see, but the straight is going to be so obvious. Yeah, but diamonds are slightly more likely... Than the straight? Yes, they are. And they are more easy to get paid off on. Without question. Like a baby diamond? Yeah. We bet, I mean, while we can be, while we're repping exactly what we have, we could easily have the missed straight draw that's that's sort of desperately trying to bet. Yeah. Know? Right. So I think we want mostly a diamond. That's majorly yeah. what we I want. I think a baby diamond is the is the best card, unless there's a diamond that could make Kate's a straight or something like that. Right. So after Kate's bets 55K on the turn, again, he has a set of jacks on this 910 jack three two diamond board, 55 into 85. There's really nothing to do but call his trick it, right? I mean, we don't know how deep they are, but we know they're really deep still. Yeah. Right? Very, very deep. Because we, we know what happens on the... We know, we know there's, like, bets on the river. We know how much so, goes in on the river. Right, right. Yeah. So, we, and, and like, it isn't like anyone's all in even then. So. Yeah. 
So they're really, really deep. So when you're this deep, I think it's just a call because you yeah. don't want you don't want to raise and then get in a spot where you get re-raised and you and you lose all the equity in this hand and you put in a lot of money. That's like right. the worst. Yeah, I mean, and then you kind of have to call it off most of the time unless they're super, super, super deep. Or, or you know, you may just not be getting the right price depending yeah. on if you know if if Jungleman has king queen and he's right. like, well. I'm not going to let you get there. Then we only have diamonds. Like, you got to pay for it, but well, I guess whatever we have it kings is. also, then. It's like, I'm going to get full value out of this, and if we're chopping, we're chopping. You know, like, fine, I move in, you know, yeah. whatever, depending, you know, so. Right. Yeah, so I, I think raising doesn't make sense. Folding is out of the question with this strong of a hand at this point. Absolutely out of the question. Right. We're so, just... calling, it, Trickett's had a pretty easy time in this hand so far. On, I mean, both players have. It's been yeah. very easy for both players yeah. so far. I mean, they both have strong hands. Right. So, the river is what the interesting stuff is, right. is going to be about here. So, the pot is huge now after the bet and the call. How much? $194,900. There's an Aston Martin I was thinking about buying recently. Oh, yeah. Cost less than that. <laughs> yeah. Then that's, I thought about not buying it. That's a very serious <laughs> pot right yeah. here. All right. So, 910 jack, one diamond, turn three of diamonds, river, eight of clubs. Oh. Ouchie. Damn. Aichiwawa. Is, <laughs> is that what people say? Yeah, it is, yeah. actually. Even now. Even, Even now. in 2017. Is that from the 80s or the 90s? Aichiwawa. What is that from? You know. I have no idea what I, that's from. It's at least a movie. It's probably racist, right? Oh, it sounds pretty racist. Without <laughs> knowing anything, I yeah. would guess it's racist. Yeah. Cool. All right. It's pretty funny, though. (laughs) I guess. All right. So this huge pot has 194,900 in it. The river's the eight of clubs giving Trickett the straight. He has the queen high straight. Yeah. Kate still has top set. Now, this might seem like a simple spot because, oh, no, it's a four straight. I have a set. This sucks, right? It does, too. But we're going to get into it. But it's not as simple as it seems. So Trickett bets 125K out of flow. Right, he's yeah. gotten check call, check call. Now he leads huge, 125k into 195k. Yeah, this is a massive bet. Yep, this is a really crappy spot for Daniel Cates. Yeah, let's start with just Trickett's decision to bet rather than check, because I feel like sometimes people check in this spot. They like make it and they check because they're still in slow play mode or something. And it's a clear bet. You have to bet. This, this. is such a clear bet. It's it's a bet fold. Which sucks, <laughs> but it is a clear bet. It is a bet fold, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Because as we said, Cates can easily have king queen here. He can. And if Cates moves in for whatever he has, 400K or something, like we fold. But let's talk about that just for a second. If it's a bet fold and you're Cates. Now, Cates is way too strong a hand to ever even really consider turning a set of jacks into a bluff, I guess. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would never consider turning a set into a bluff in this spot. I would consider calling or folding. But if we know as Cates that... We're the only guys who can have king queen, and he bets, and it's when that and we if we think it's a bet fold, Cates would know it's a bet fold. Couldn't he just move in with impunity here? This is what we're talking about at the beginning. Of we the have game. to be really sure that we we can be the only guys who can have king queen. I mean, we don't have to be really sure. We, we're allowed to be wrong sometimes. Yeah, we just want to be right most of the time. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. I mean, does, it looks like Trickett has two queens, right? Yes, it does. But that's can we get him to fold two queens? That's the question. Yeah. Or any queen, really, because two queens is really worth one queen right now. Yeah. Can we get him to fold the second nuts? I don't know. I mean, you're saying it's a bet fold, so... It feels like a bet fold, doesn't I it? I mean, it does in my shoes, but I don't know. Well, let's... Okay, let's talk about why... Ooh. I thought of something. Okay, I saw a little face you made. Go if, ahead. Okay, you're just taking this all the way down the road here. Maybe it's not a bet fold for this reason, okay? If you're Kate's, and we think... We're the only guys who can have king-queen. But we don't have king-queen. But we have queen-jack. 
right? It's at least possible Cates can show up with Queen Jack here. Oh, you get free rolled? Yeah, you could, you could free roll this guy. You just move in and you're like, he can't have King Queen, so I hope he folds. And it's tough to call. And then if you're sitting there in Trickett's shoes and you're like, he's good enough to try and you know, move me off the chop here. Now you may feel like you're obligated to call again. Man, the levels upon levels. Yeah, the thing is there's, there's crappy stuff about everything you do as Trickett even though you've just rivered a good card, yeah. right? Because if you check, Cates is definitely going to check back a set of jacks, right? He's going to check back everything except maybe bottom the bottom end of the straight. If we check, he's probably going to bet the bottom end of the straight and know what the hell let's try and get. Back. I doubt that. You don't think he's even going to bet that? It's he a, might. What's he getting called by? I don't know how he even has the bottom end of the strike. Yes. I guess he could have been bluffing with and, and have a seven. Yeah, and seven. what does he get called by? He could get called by <laughs> um, ace, ten, ace, jack, something that's heroing. You know, you could try and get heroed. That's all you got. That's what we're down to. That's all I got. I doubt he bets the bottom end of the straight severely. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, okay. not, I'm not as sure as you are about that. Well, I'm, I'm feeling pretty sure about it. Okay. Well, yeah. congratulations. All right, so the point is, when if Trickett checks, it's really hard to give value. Right. We don't expect Cates to continue with the value he had on the flop and the turn. I mean, even if even if I'm right and he does bet the bottom end of the straight, how often does he have a seven in his hand? It's right. so hard for him to have a seven in his hand, and he's not betting anything worse than that. Like, we would expect him fully to check back a set of jacks. Yes, right? absolutely. It seems crazy for him to bet jacks when the pot's this big. and ugh, Right, just... so we played, we played the turn as Trickett, in order to improve. We weren't going to try to do something fancy on the mm-hmm. river or bluff catch the river. The plan was to improve. And so when we improve, we want to try to get paid off, and we feel like betting is the best way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would assume as Trickett was putting the chips into call on the turn, he's thinking, okay, if I, if I make a straight or a flush, I'm going to bet about 125K because I'm just afraid. Actually, a flush maybe even goes for the check raise. He can consider it at least. But certainly a straight, he knows he has to bet. Yeah, right. Because the flush is a little harder to see. It might be a bet fold spot. It might not. It feels like a bet fold spot. I mean, this is now, if we bet 125K as Trickett, it really depends on how deep we are, right? Yeah. How much is really left? Is it, do we have 500K left? Yeah, that now matters. It, it might be a bet fold spot. Yeah, right? that, that definitely matters a lot. I mean, is Jungleman even going to move in with the nuts for 500K more, No, or 500K total, knowing that, like, he's just folding out all worse hands anyway? Like, how's Jungleman going to size his raise? I mean, I don't know. Maybe he yeah. says... Eh, Trickett's going to hero me the same whether I make it 250 or 500, so let's go for max value. I don't know, I don't know how these guys think about that kind of stuff, you know? Me neither. I'd love to know. <laughs> right. So, point being, in general, I think Trickett realizes that this is the best EV play. Is yeah, to, is to it leave. has to be. Yeah. Once in a while, it sucks. But, by the way, you also block King-Queen with your queen in your hand, as yeah. we pointed out before. Yes, what's-his-face can have it, but he doesn't have to. He can have so many other things. We just got to try and get paid. Right. We do. It's so, obvi- it, it looks like we have exactly what we have, but we got to try anyway. Right. But that's not the most interesting thing. No. By far the most interesting thing is what does Daniel Cates do now? And I mean, man. Standard poker says, you just fold here. It sucks, but you fold, right? I mean, I don't know. It sucks. All right. So we got to do what we do here on the breakdown. Yeah. We got to break it into bluffs and value. Let's do it. All right. So here's the issue for Cates, which is why he doesn't snap fold. Yeah. How can Trickett have a four card straight? Right. Like he doesn't have king queen pretty much ever. He's kind of got to have queen queen or queen jack, you would think. Or exactly the hand that he has. Why would he three back? Out. We said he doesn't have king queen, right? So, so he, doesn't so. Have, he doesn't have queen jack. You're right. He can have queen queen. Yeah. Queen queen. That's the hand. So Trickett has to have queen queen or ace queen of diamonds. 
Right. It has to be the hand he actually has. Because otherwise, he's going to fold the turn with his overs and open ender. If he has ace queen of, of position, if he has ace queen of clubs, he for sure folds the turn. Right. He's definitely going to fold for whatever the crazy bet yeah. was, fifty five thousand or yeah. whatever it was. He's going to just check fold. He's out of position. He's so there's going to do that. That means that there's only seven value combos. Right. Okay. So that's a good start. Yeah. What are the bluffs? That's a great question because that's hard. Also, ace king of diamonds could that be a bluff? Ace yes. king of diamonds. I found yes. one. I found one combo. You found one bluff. I did it. Um. Ace, eight of diamonds. The river is an eight, but we know it's no good. Ace, eight of diamonds. So, yeah. Okay, ace, eight. But wait, he three bet ace, eight of diamonds? It's possible. It's a more likely three bet than king, queen. It's unlikely, but it's, yeah. it's pretty unlikely, though. Right. Um, He's just going to flat with that, isn't he? Does Trickett trick ever way. play a smaller set this way? I mean, I was wondering if he could have two eights exactly. He rivers the set of eights on, and, and bets. But what's he trying to fold? He's trying to exactly fold out a better set only? Because you're not folding out anything else. Yeah. That seems like there's not enough um, hands in that. Jack, in that get band. called by Jack 10. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think he can have a set here. I don't think he can have a set of eights. Okay. I, I feel like he's going to check a set of eights and then not know what to do on the river when... You know, if indeed Jungleman were to bet. I'm struggling right now to think of bluffs. I think this might be a fold. Yeah. Besides Ace King of Diamonds. <sighs> Does he yeah. ever have Ace? I mean, it's back to the say Ace Eight, Ace Nine of Diamonds. I don't know. Maybe the, he could have those. The Ten is a diamond, so it can't be Ace Ten of Diamonds. Ace Jack of Diamonds. No, because Daniel Cates has two Jacks with the Jack right. of Diamonds. And we don't really think he's. Three betting any of those hands anyway when they're this deep, most likely. But right. maybe once in a while he is. Maybe. Seems unlikely. Two, uh. two kings? Does Trickett ever turn two kings into a bluff here? He's he's calling Possible. he's calling on the turn with two kings with the intention of like having a bunch of different plans for the river. Yeah. Saying like if any four straight comes on the board, whether or not it makes me a straight, I'm going to rep that I have the straight. Seems like I mean, I don't hate it because a four straight would usually make is going to make a lot of two pair hands for Cates, but also sometimes he's just going to have the trick. It's still going to have the best hand with Kings. Like ace Jack is losing to two Kings at all times. And we don't need to bluff ace Jack. And assuming Cates bets ace Jack twice. We're not sure yeah. about that. Okay. But like what hands are we trying to get to fold that are going to bet twice? Then I don't know. Like it's hard to come up with anything. Yeah. If ace Jack isn't betting twice, because I would need queen Jack to be betting twice. That's a hand we're trying to fold out on the river. That we were ahead of on the turn, but is Queen Jack really betting twice? I think it's possible. You don't. You're not. You're not as sure. Well, right? Queen Jack's a straight now. I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. Yes, Queen Jack. I meant sorry. That's that's right. It's a straight now. Man, that's tough. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Nine eight. Nine eight suited. There we go. We're trying to fold out nine eight suited. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Jack nine. Jack eight suited. Nine eight suited. Jack nine suited. I guess Jack ten. Jack nine. Which hands? Which maybe he could have been betting flop and turn. Two pair of hands that you can be betting flop and turn. This also. whole idea is audacious. Absolutely. Like, I don't think Trickett's really going to do that with kings. He's going to check kings and hope what's-his-face checks it back yeah. and probably fold if what's-his-face bets. I keep saying what's-his-face. I know it's Jungleman. <laughs> I, just, I just think of his face every time. He's always so angry. So, so it's I a like what's-his-face. I, like, I like talking about his face. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I don't think there's enough bluffs. I don't think there are any bluffs. How are there bluffs? There's ace-king of diamonds. I got one. That's, there's one bluff, but... We definitely give trick. Maybe Kate's thinks Trickett always bets two queens on the flop. Maybe Trickett. Maybe Kate's thinks Trickett always, always bets, bets two queens, queens on, on the, the flop. flop. Excuse me. Got it. Um. Right. So if that. So if we can eliminate 
Then Hockey there's only wings. one. There's one bluff combo and one value huh. combo. Then, huh. and then there's also no. There just can't be random air. There just can't be. There's yeah, how no could there be random air? Because Kate's himself can have the nuts. This is this is the crux of the hand. Yeah, Kate's himself can have king queen as played until it, every time that Sam Trickett has full information and is making a decision, Kate's can have king queen. Right, right. That's important. Yeah, that means that there's not going to be random bluffs very often. Also, let's not forget. Trick it, check all the flop, and then check called 55,000 on the turn out of position. Yeah. It's really hard for him to have a bluff here. It's really hard for him to have a hand that has no equity, you know? And then he just says, ah, I'm going to lose my mind. This is a really bizarre line to take and not one you'd expect to work very often, you know? Like, people don't take these lines. It's not like... With, with like, no equity It's hands. not like Trick it, check called with five, six of diamonds on the flop, right? Like, with nothing? I don't know why he'd do that. He'd, yeah. he'd continue with five, six of diamonds on the flat. Right. If he didn't just flat it pre, you know? If he decided to three bet it, he would certainly continue. And, it, you know, and then if he got, oh, it only got called, he could continue. He could, you know, triple barrel it. That would make sense. But that's not how this hand played out in any way. And also, Kate says, way too strong a hand where he would have raised at some point, almost certainly, right? Yeah, so... I don't know. I can't because Because... It has to be diamonds that he got here with, but the only diamonds he got there with also have an open ender. Okay. Maybe we're not giving Trickett a wide enough three-betting range, and it's messing us up. Yeah. From Kate's point of view. Maybe so. Okay. If you can, if you can throw in a bunch more stuff, like, okay, Gus called on the button. I'm just going to squeeze. There's, you know, there's whatever, 85. There's 9,000 in there with antis. I'm just going to win that money a lot, and when I don't, I'm going to be able to knock Gus out and win heads up a lot anyway because I have the initiative. So I'm three-betting Queen-10. I'm three-betting lots of hands. Like Queen-10 off that I don't really want to call with, but I'm going to three-bet Well, Queen-10 is, is a straight. Queen-10 is a straight. But, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're with me, though, overall, right? King-10. Yes. King-10. Yes. I mean, that sounds crazy, but sure. Of course it sounds crazy. I'm really struggling here. Yeah. I'm trying to come up with something. But if we, if we expand the three-betting range... To more hands, we can bring ace nine and ace eight of diamonds back in. Maybe we okay. can start to bring other things back in, so like we can come up with stuff. But are we really going to turn do. those hands into bluffs? Though that's another question. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, why are we playing this huge? Why would pot? we? Why would we? The, <laughs> no matter how wide we make the range for Tricket, even so, even even when we can't find many value hands, let's say we can find or bluff hands. Let's say we can find a bunch of bluff hands. Okay. Even so, we know Kate's is uncapped. Yeah, Kate's can have king queen. Yeah, it's a weird spot to lead as a bluff. It is a really weird spot to lead as a bluff. It doesn't make any sense. Kate's calls, by the way. Yeah, I think it's a bad call because we're struggling hard. Usually, we figure out more than this. We've come up with ace king of diamonds. <laughs> maybe ace nine of diamonds. Maybe ace nine or ace maybe eight of ace diamonds. Eight, ace eight of diamonds even better, right? Ace eight of diamonds, I can sort of see. I don't see actually ace nine of diamonds being here. Is he really going to check call the flop with ace nine of diamonds? Is it good enough to check call the flop with on this nine ten jackboard? You think he's just going to check fold? I think pair? he's going to bet. Oh, you think he's going to bet instead? Yeah. He's going to bet because why? He's going to bet mostly for protection. I yeah. think is the majority of the reason. Yeah. But like check calling seems pretty bad. Yeah, that's that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what else to come up with here. Is it possible sometimes Trickett actually... No, he can't. He just can't have air. He just cannot have air. The hand played out in such How a can way. He check, he it's a three-bet pot. How can he check call with air? Right. He can't. And then check call again I with know, air. I know. I was trying to get there. I started, I yeah. started pre-flop. I'm like, he could have air. And then I like, got to the flop. I'm like, he can't have air. And especially on the turn, he really can't now, have air. Now, Daniel Cates is like a 
Rain Man level poker mind, right? He's like really smart. He knows what he's doing. Sure. Yeah. So he might have some reasons that we're not getting to here. Absolutely. But I just can't see any bluffs besides Ace King of Diamonds. And I don't even know if Trickett's going to turn that into a bluff. Yeah. I, I don't, it's possible that Trickett just never has bluffs here. Yeah. I mean, it's possible in Kate's mind that this is more, it's not so much about what Sam Trickett has and more about what Kate's has. And he's doing it more from a game theory point of view where it's like, okay, obviously if I had a queen, I would have called instantly. That's like an insta call. And if I have the bat into the straight, I'm going to end up calling too. Like we know that. Those are my call. That's my clear calling range, right? Yeah. And then the next best hand is a set of jacks. And so maybe he thinks like he needs to have one more hand in there, you know, that, that like it is the straight alone enough. But he has a lot of queens in his range. He doesn't need more hands. He does have a lot of queens in his range. I mean, I, I don't know why. He, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. It, it, this feels like it has to be a fold. All right. It's possible it's just in the moment. You know, you, you don't do all this, and you're just sort of sitting there like, I have a really, really, really good hand, and I okay. would have to be bluffed. So we're giving both of these guys a lot of credit, and they're do that credit. They're very good players. Yeah, yeah. But we have been talking about how Cates is kind of an angry guy. Mm-hmm. Is it possible he's prone to entitlement tilt? Yeah. So maybe this is entitlement tilt. Yeah. I mean, it's very likely what it is if we don't think this is a good call. It has right. to be entitlement tilt, right? Yeah. If we're right. If we're yeah. right. Now, maybe if Cates were on the show, he would say, guys, here's the, here's the actual ranges that I put Sam on, and here's why I put him on those ranges. Yeah. And actually, he's got a pretty wide bluffing range, wide enough certainly to call with this hand. I can call with this hand. I can even call with a set of tens, guys, because of this. It's profitable. And does, we'd be like, oh, okay. But right. we don't I mean, see does, any of does that. Does he think that Trickett has sets in his value range here on the river? Oh, is it? But the thing is, would tr- that is maybe the one thing you could at least ask, right? But could Trickett have flopped a set of tens? But it's weird that he would check call twice with it instead of just bet, right? Yeah, especially on that board. You would bet a set. You would expect to bet a set on that board. And because actually, if, if Cates has King Queen, it's not the end of the world. Right. Alec Torelli, by the way. <laughs> maybe think about that next time you play a hand, Alec Torelli. Yeah. Who is very good. Yeah. But also folds too much. <laughs> <laughs> Although, yes. yep, Doug Polk may disagree with it on that one hand. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Just going to mention all our competitors. Yep. And about how they play. That's my new move. Good job. Thanks. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say this is a bad call. Yeah. And I don't know what else to say about it. I think, I think in the end it feels like if we can't – usually we can come up with bluffs. Or we're like, what are the bluffs? But what's the value? We can't yeah. come up with the other one. We can come up with clear value. There is, there's not a lot of clear value, but there's clear value. The one thing, the one saving grace that Cates has, it, which is possible, and this is based on a, a very strong assumption. It has to be right. That Queens would bet the flop? Yes. If, if Cates thinks Queens bets the flop every time, yeah. if he really thinks that. Then we're at 50-50 and you have to call. You have to call based on the price. Right. That's it. That's it. But okay. That's at least makes but sort we of can't, sense. We can't do that, though. If we're thinking combinatorially, we can't do that. We can't right. just say 100% of combos of queens are going to bet the flop. We have right. to give them at least like a third of those as checks, and then it makes the price no good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to come up with anything here that... I mean, I, I would like to disagree with you, but I'm struggling to. I hope... I hope. Cates is not a listener because he's going to get so angry if he hears us say he, <laughs> he made knows, a bad call. If, it, if, if indeed it was a bad call and we're right, he knows. Yeah. He knows. Right. You know who he's not like? Who? Jay Farber. I'm going to keep mentioning people. <laughs> yeah. Jay Farber seems to get a little salty about our analysis. LOL at your video. analysis. He yeah. tweeted at us. Yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. you know, like, feel free to explain why, Jay. But, yeah. like, just LOL at our analysis, I mean, okay. Maybe he thought we were actually quite funny and punchy. I mean, we have our jokey moments. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I worked the word poopy into the video, which no. really is a... It's a shame. It's been keeping me up at night. We haven't ever put the poop emoji on the screen. What's oh, it's coming. Yeah. It's definitely coming. I'm actually going to be like George Lucas and, like, go back and redo all our old videos. Oh, yeah? Poop emojis everywhere. So you're going to make everything worse. It's going to be the special edition. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just going to be way worse. <laughs> Yeah. When the planets blow up now, it's cool, though. Yeah, yeah. At least we got that. It's not just weird little sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's better. Okay. We're so done. All right. (laughs)